Ooh, Jen Poppy. <laughs> Jen Poppy. Virgins, heathens, darlings, and dickheads, welcome back. This is episode eight of the Jim Poppy Podcast. I am your hostess with the motherfucking mostest, Cortez Mars, aka Jim Poppy. Today I got my man Louis with me. Yo, if doing? you've ever heard us before, you know we got DJ Marauder on the boards. Hello. It's a beautiful Friday, you know, drinking this hard short gin. Once again, my friends won't drink gin with me because, you know, niggas. <laughs> but it's all good. I got the good jack, though. Yeah, it's all good. So today, it's time to get serious. We're going to have a nice little uh, therapy session with the homies. We're going to talk about uh, black men and who we vent to and how we get through our problems and shit. Are you, how you gentlemen feeling before we get to the shits? Y'all cool? I'm good. Yeah. How, your, how your Friday is treating you? Your fur days. Hot as shit. No, that's a fact. Two people in my family died this morning, but that's besides the point. Oh, we, getting, we getting to it to it today. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Like, I went down to the harbor earlier today, trying to kick it. Hot as shit. Down by the water. Fam, I was sweating, sitting still, my mm. G. I went and got some, some fucking quesadillas from Guapos and a margarita. I thought my shit was about to pass the fuck out <laughs> down here. All right, first things first. On the docket, who do y'all vent to, black men? <clears throat> when y'all be going through shit, who gets the who gets the call? Who's your shoulder to lean on? Hmm. Man, we get uh, we can start with you. Uh, probably my grandfather. That's fair. He's very blunt. He he responds to things how I do, kind of like he's very. It's not necessarily assholeish, but he's very honest. He's very blunt upfront. He'll tell me, he'll tell me what I don't want to hear, which sometimes you need to hear. Oh shit! Tell me if I'm being dramatic. Tell me if I'm overreacting. If it, what, if my response to something isn't the smartest response or the wisest response, and typically, he normally understands. Even if he doesn't get the problem, I can it, normally talking to him will ground me and make me see the problem better. So yeah. I can just like kind of use him as a sounding board, and then he'll he'll either be like you're tripping or justified reason to be upset. But let's just figure another way to sort this than you being upset. You know that type of thing. Got you. Uh, for me, um, <clears throat> when I just need to get some shit off my chest for real, for real, I probably uh, go to like probably my my grandmother and mm-hmm. my mom because they both like raised me together and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'll go to them just to like vent because I know like the the age difference and whatever I'm going through like they they haven't been through in a long time, whatever. So I'll just go to them when I just need to talk shit. You know what I'm saying? Just need to just like get it out. I'm not necessarily looking for a response or answers, even though sometimes they do have the answers. Uh, so yeah, most of the time I'll go to them. Um, when I'm looking for like advice, I probably like go to uh, I probably go to my brother Kyle for I probably go to that nigga Kyle. Yeah, gotcha. I don't know. I don't really vent. I don't really like venting to people. Like. I have a, uh, I guess for me, it's kind of like a single kid's syndrome. Like, because mm-hmm. I didn't, I never had, like, anybody to go to. Like, for example, when you grow up with, like, brothers and sisters and shit and your parents piss you off, like, you got somebody to relate to. So, you just kind of go there just to, like, get your shit off. So, like, mm-hmm. for me, cause I've all, because I always grew up just by myself in Dolo, like, I learned to figure shit out, like, by myself. Both of y'all only kids, right? Uh, and you nah, got, and got siblings. You got siblings? Kind of, here. <laughs> that nigga face <laughs> Got everything <laughs> But yeah like So for me like Hey <laughs> shut up I hate this nigga <laughs> This nigga got everything It's hilarious <laughs> But yeah for me It's just like I don't 
like when I be having issues and shit, like I know, like everybody else around me be going through shit. So I, I really don't be trying to burden niggas with my burdens either, right? So yeah. for the most part, if it's some, if it's like some petty shit, like the conversation we was having before this joint, yeah. like if it's some shit like that, like yeah, like I can talk to like y'all about that. Like man, let me tell you what. Yeah, well, I, I, I did like that shit, but like the the heavy shit, like the shit that's like really like on my shoulders, like I try to keep that off for of niggas, cause I know if it's a burden for me, and now I'm trying to bring it to you, and you got your shit going on, yeah, like now I'm putting my shit on your shoulders, and I don't really like doing that for people, and I've had the conversation where it's like that's what people are for to like hold you down, but it's just something about it that just don't nah don't feel right for me. I feel you. I definitely, cause I mean I got a sister, a little sister, but we seven years apart, so. We never really had much to like talk to each other about when we were like younger and shit like that. So I, for the most of the time, I was like an only kid and shit like that. But like, I am mostly like the friend that people come to to talk to about shit. The only yeah. time I really go to people to talk to them about shit is like, just know if I'm venting to you, I've already figured it out in my head. Yeah. I just want to see if I sound stupid. Got you. I'm <laughs> yeah. just saying it out loud. To see yeah, that. I'm just saying it out loud because I haven't said this out loud. Nah, I feel that. Yeah. But yeah, I think like, like for me, it's kind of the same. And I, I was, I was talking to the, to the homie about it. Like I was, I used, to, I read a book. It's called uh, "Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus," and it talks about that for men. Like for us, when we have problems, we kind of like will will bury ourselves in the issue, like to figure out how we're gonna get through it. Like by the time we brought it to you. We've already figured it out. Yeah. If we bring it to you at all. Yeah. Like, it's never... We never really go... That's I guess Ant's response is a little different for me because, like, we usually don't go to people for advice. Like, it's really just I'm saying it out loud because either I'm already about to do it and I just want to see if this shit sound goofy as fuck yeah. or I've already figured it out and now I'm just saying, you know, like, I did that shit, but nigga, guess what the fuck was going on on this side? <laughs> so... And I think it's it's weird because I'm like you too. Like if you if like my homies got problems, like I'm the first one that'll be like, "Yo, what's going on? Like let's figure it out. Like I'm here for you type shit." But if it's the reverse and they like, "What's wrong with you?" I'd be like, "Nah, I'm cool. Don't you trip. Yeah. Like I got it." And I'll, it's like I don't know if it's like a vulnerability thing because I also don't like people having the the ability to be like uh, I don't even really know how to explain it. It's just I don't really like being that type that vulnerable in front of anybody for that matter like mm-hmm. I don't even go to my parents with my issues like when shit is going down like I do the same thing like I figure it out and then I may tell you tell her my mom or whatever on the back end like dog this is what happened she's like oh is everything okay like yeah I mean I gotta figure it out but just to keep you in the in the know but it's never to go for like help or anything like yeah. that it's just, it's just something about burdening people that I just don't fuck with I mean no I, I get that part cause I still my grandfather gets on me all the time about not coming to him. I try to figure some shit out myself or whatever. But the only time I go to him is if I'm just talking. Like, I'm just... Half the time... Well, 90% of the time, if I'm talking to him about something bothering me, it, it really is not, like, something that's, like, super personal and close. It's just, like... Man, like... I'm mad at shit. They canceling all our shows. It's like, like some shit, light yeah, shit. Yeah, some like, shit like that. Like, yeah. But you don't it, never go yeah. to nobody with, like, nothing. Yeah, like, I'm not about to be... Yeah, I'm not about to... But, like, and then... It's never with him. If I needed help with something, say I'm like, I don't know, anything that like, something he might be an expert in, I typically won't go to him because I don't want to burden him. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't want, and my grandmother is part of, mostly why, because my grandmother will worry sick about something. If it's something bothering me, she's going to worry sick about it. Yeah. He's going to tell her or she's going to overhear the conversation For and it's going to sure. be, and she's going to be fucking tripping. So like, 
I typically don't really bother them with stuff. And sometimes it bites me in the ass because it'd be something that he probably could have just said one thing and I'd have been like, damn. Mm-hmm. And then I could have corrected it. But, you know, it is what it is. You know what I mean? We definitely don't want, especially like my grandparents, like they they not getting any younger. So I'm not trying to be having them with headaches and shit. And I feel like that shit... I feel like that shit come with age for real. Like, like how you said, like when you go to like your parents and some shit, it's never something like super personal. It's just like a, a update. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yo, like I did this, so shit might go down. <laughs> like, I'm just letting you know. Like, it's like a, I don't want to call it a courtesy thing because it is. I mean, that kind of what it is. Though. I mean, it's like it I, don't, is, I don't want yeah. you, you as my parental. Like, I don't want you in the dark about some shit. So this is just me letting you know. That I did this I shit. did this yeah. Somebody did this And it was me I'm not consulting you Yeah like I'm I don't just, I'm not coming for help I just want you to know Yeah Nah I feel that like happened. 100% Yeah So I guess The the reason that I kind of wanted to have This conversation with y'all too Is cause like With everything going on Like the conversation is like In, in moments like this When like the world is on fire And shit Like who How do we keep our Our mentals together And like who can we lean on And who can we talk to Because it seems it would seem perfect that we can just go talk to each other about everything and whatnot. But as we know, that just usually don't be how shit goes. Like, when niggas be going through shit, like, everybody got friends, everybody got homies. Uh, but you don't usually go to, like, your friends with the, the heaviest of shit. And it kind of seems like that's what they are there for. So I guess the question is, like, for for situations like that, why don't we lean on each other more? Um... Why don't we lean on each other more? Yeah, like I mean, if you do, you do. Like I know, I I don't. For for example, like I don't really, I don't really lean on my homies like that. Like for when I go through shit, I will fucking excommunicate. I go into a hole by myself, and yeah. and then like I will let out. It'd be the same thing. I do a courtesy. I'd be like, look, this what I'm going through. I catch you niggas when I'm when I'm off of it, when I'm out of it, when I figure yeah. it out. But it don't. I guess I just sometimes I wonder why the conversation never like, yo, this what I'm going through. Let's group huddle. I and think <clears throat> help me get through this. I help you get through it, type shit. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is when you've had um, like a group of homies or whatever, or like family, whatever, because that's what I consider like all what people would call like they friends and stuff. Like, yeah, for sure. They family. Like, if you've been to my grandmother's house and shit like that, you've been through the shit that we've been through. Like, we family. You know what I'm saying? So, when it's family, your homies, whatever. You don't necessarily lean on them. You don't necessarily think you leaning on them, but it's like they your man. Like your man's know when you tripping. Like yeah, for sure. You know your man. It's like to the point where I know my group of friends so well. I know when one of them is like when something's off. Like mm-hmm. when you making too many jokes or you not responding to the funny shit in the group chat or you whatever. You know what I'm saying? About to cr- say you about to crash the whip, some shit like that. Like I know, like I. Right, and so with me, I'm not the type of person that's gonna be like, "Hey, I'm not gonna be like, hey, you good?" But I'm a pee as long as it's nothing like real life detrimental. Like you talking about, you about to smoke yourself just, or something you like know, that. You just gonna, it's gonna make you pay attention. Yeah, I'm gonna just pay attention. You know what I'm saying? It's like certain homies, like I, I just know where they at in their head. I know where they at, so I just cool it. And then when they ready to, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, release it and talk to me about it. I'm here, but it's like more so. It's more so like being here but not being there. It's like being a safety net. It's like, look, my nigga, I know you going through this, but I got you. If you if you falling, I'm a, I'm gonna catch you, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah type shit. Sure. But I mean, I guess yeah. So for in that perfect example, I guess like the person that's going through it, like obviously when when you got family, you got homies, like you know that that safety net is always there. 
So I guess the question is like why why don't we preemptively as 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 black men as men preemptively just go to the homies as opposed to waiting for the fall for you to have to catch me before I fucking hit the ground. You know what I'm saying? I think we we kind of we're in denial in times <clears throat> like we don't or we don't see the fall until we hit the ground because mm. a lot of times like we're, we don't we're, even know we falling until we fall. Yeah, we're so we're taught as we're taught as we're taught as like young men that like life gonna have its ups and downs and that's and is as simple as a phrase that is it's actually really stupid if you think about it it's because fun. it's like life's gonna have its ups and downs but when it has its downs there's a problem or there's there's something that's out of the norm so if there's something that's out of the norm or, or something that's off off a little bit or there's not really a balance in something there's something that should take it back to balance so you should address it and we're we're taught to not address it we're taught to just just ride it out see how it goes uh, you know figure it out or yeah, it, you just, tough it out like that shit out. So it's when we fall and scrape our knee as a kid suck yeah, it up suck it up blow it up when in reality nigga take your ass in the house rinse that shit off let it tear out and go you might feel great and right, right back let outside but out. when you sitting outside you sit on that yeah, wrap yeah, it up yeah, and some you more saying, you, shit <laughs> now, now you sitting outside like trying you know what I'm saying That's suck it up breathe all this shit yeah like <laughs> shit like shit and of course like you know what I'm saying if and when I'm blessed with a son or a black you know young black man I, I'm not gonna be like alright every time you scrape your knee come get this bandage and fucking kiss on the forehead and shit cause I, I don't want them to become reliant on that but like cause you're not always gonna be to get that so but you gotta have that balance you gotta be able to understand it there is a time like if you down bad there's a time that you need to say something to the people that are around you or you need to fig you know what I'm saying at least lean on for advice or something but bro we we black, us black men will real life let ourselves get to the downness of fucked up down and then be like all right I'm fucked up I'm fucked I'm up, fucked up. <laughs> now now everybody's looking at you like why are you tripping nigga he fucked I'm up fucked but if up. you just said that 6 months ago and then the crazy part is we'll get to that point and then treat everybody like they, they should have knew Like you wasn't yeah. there It's like how could I be there If I didn't nigga, know you Nigga you was masking it You was masking exactly. it Exactly And we're good at masking it So exactly. If you masking it nigga And you good at it It's hard and to tell if, if you masking it You probably staying away from us You probably yeah. trying to Make it to where it's not well, noticeable Nah that's my worst mm-hmm. trait I could be down bad And be in the room With the biggest smile I mean I'm, I'm good at that too But What I've taught myself Is that you gotta Pick your battles You gotta know when to Fight it. You gotta know when. You gotta, to you gotta know. You, you gotta, gotta know when to fold. You gotta know when to be like in the room smiling. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you gotta know when to. <laughs> Son, that nigga. What's the nigga on Gilly's podcast? Oh, Gilly the Kids. Oh, uh, Walla. That nigga said that was his favorite song growing up. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you gotta know when to hold up. He said, know when he said that was his favorite song growing up because they used to teach him how to like run up, like leave situations that would get him in trouble. I was like, this nigga funny as shit. Imagine fuck? a fucking teenager in the hood in Philly. Bumping that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, this nigga funny as shit. But yeah, nah, niggas just got, you got to pick your battles and shit and we're bad at that. We be ready to smoke a nigga off the simplest shit, but we ain't really ain't ready to hold ourselves accountable for some shit and like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Step up to it, man. That shit hard, bro. It I is. Know, it ain't I know. Easy. I hate. I hate uh, getting in, getting in my bag with niggas. And I've had, I've had the vulnerability. I spent two forty at Uber Eats with the hey, nigga. You crushing? No, two dollars and forty cents. Oh, it was a tip, probably. Oh, nigga, I I'm thought two forty is crazy. <laughs> 
I thought that nigga <laughs> thought that nigga ain't went on a fucking spree. Man, what? Nigga, he was can you shit. even buy two hundred and forty dollars worth of Uber Eats? How many black women did you send money for lunch? <laughs> like shit. That's his good doing. This nigga be trying to run our pockets every day and shit. That's not every day, dog. Nah, I try. It be, look, bruh, it be, it be, see, some, it be some consecutive I hate, days. I hate both of y'all. Not y'all two. I hate both sides of the spectrum. Because on that that same Monday, I got on my I took my platform, my Instagram. I told all the women, send that man a booty boomerang. And then on Wednesday, I lunch. said buy her lunch. Hey, look, bro. I I'm not even an ass man. You not even you don't you don't. Did you really want her to buy you lunch? Let's be honest. Yeah. Oh my bad. I got y'all. I got y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, copy. Yeah, heard. I just wanted the booty boomerang on Monday. These niggas wanted I'm lunch. A, I got y'all. Don't even trip. You not that. You're like a like a leg man. Yeah. Oh. I like nice legs. Nice legs. Hmm. Got it. Hmm. Look what you went to. You an ass man, tit man, leg man, eye man, tits. Tits man, oh, that's dang. that's the whitest shit I ever heard the you bazongas. say. <laughs> the bazong, I hate you niggas. What was I saying? Oh yeah yeah. yeah. So like, <laughs> got way off. <laughs> be real, like a bitch. Um, yeah, it was so, quality content though. So for for a very long time, like I said, like I would I would be the type of person that would like I would disappear when like shit was going on with me. My and so toxic trait. And so for like my my girl my my lady friends would be like, yo, you can't do that. It worries us. Like you need to be able to like talk so to specify. talk to people and shit. My, look, my niggas just be like, me do whatever. <laughs> nah, my, nah, my girls my girls ring me in. My well, niggas be like, you, you cool? That's because you talk to right, them. You, you talk to them on a like timeline type basis. Not as on, on a on a stat. Like he talks like he his closest friends that he keeps like in terms of like this is what I'm doing. This is what I have to do today. Type shit. Like are women. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna notice it first. I will say though, I noticed he was gone for some days. Like he was gone. He, I did. I think I got back in town. He wasn't here. Nigga said he had left on like Monday, and like I, it was like Thursday. And I was like, "Where the fuck this nigga at?" Nigga was on the bender. Nah, I hit him. But look, I didn't even press him. I just hit him. I just texted him like, "Yo, bro, show up to." He was like, "I'm here, I'm this place." And I was like, "Oh, just checking on you. Everything good and shit." He was like, "Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm just taking some time away." I was like, "All right, just checking on you because I haven't seen your ass." Yeah. I've been gone for a month. I come back, you gone for a week. <laughs> this nigga was on tour. I mean, basically, but I'm, I mean, no, nah, but I respect it. But I, I will notice. Him. I'll notice with him. I t- I typically see Quay the most in mm. the crib, and like I'll notice with him if he's gone for a minute, mm. unless he's working overnight or some shit. But I'll peep. So like, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, but that, I think I think for me, like I'm gonna I'm gonna I've always been in a very fortunate situation where like my my closest friends have always been close to me. Like, I live with y'all. So, I don't really need to give y'all the day-to-day because I see y'all on the day-to-day. You know what I'm saying? And, like, even before here, like, my closest friends was, like, down the street. I would see them niggas all the time. As opposed to, like, my 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 girlfriends are usually, like, in their cities or doing whatever they're doing. So, I got to give them more of an update. But they were the ones that were more so, like, I can tell when you're going through shit and I can tell when you just disappear and you don't need to do that. Like, you need to, like, mm-hmm. talk that shit out. So... For like a stint, I tried to do like the vulnerable thing that they was asking. Like, all right, this is what I'm going through. This is the burden. I'm gonna give you the burden. That's what you asked for. Like, nah, this this where we at with it. You don't want that. And and for nah, to, to their credit, like they never let me fall. Like they bared the burden with me or whatever. But then it still mm-hmm. made me feel the same. Like, dog, I don't I don't want you. I don't want this on your shoulders. Yeah. And and as we know, like. Black women specifically always got to take that burden from niggas. So now I really yeah. don't want to always come to you burden with like, yeah, like, yeah. all right. So here's all my issues, babe. Like, put those on your shoulders. Like, my bread. unique gift is very similar to yours, but it's like different in a way. It's like, and I've heard this from 
many, many of not only women, just people in my life. Like I have like a very specific way of letting people in but not letting people in. Like people would know me but don't really know who the fuck I am. Like no, for sure. I had a girl tell me that one time. She's like like we been like dating for like however long. She's like, I really don't know shit about you. She's like, I come to you with all my problems. We talk about all this shit. She's like, do you even have any problems? I, like, I got endless problems. <laughs> I just don't talk to you about it. Not because it's not even like awesome. I'm trying to hide some shit. I ain't got nothing to hide, but it's just like you already you 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 see how you just said you coming to me with all this shit. So if I'm coming to you with my shit on top of all your shit, you got your shit. Now I'm about to now I'm about to dump all my shit on you. Like that so now that, that becomes was, the whole that becomes the whole premise of the your whole relationship. relationship. The whole relationship is, us is being problems. Each other's therapists, and that's that's toxic that's not, as shit. Yeah. Look, man, in the great words of Matt McGee, I don't do. I don't rap like just me, huh? I hate you so much. Got to see it through, my boy. That is crazy. I don't like having my niggas listen to me vent because you know they go through their own shit. Like I don't want to, I don't want to put my shit on the rest of the rest of my homies because I know that I y'all, that y'all got you wrote that drum. That was you. Yeah. So you are his ghostwriter. That's crazy. So anyway, like I said, I don't like having my niggas listen to me vent because I know they go through their own shit, bro. Like I'm not trying to put that on your shoulders, and but I do think in a relationship it's a little different because. Mm-hmm. Then if if you don't if you don't express your your issues to your girl, then it's like a trusting like you don't trust me with your issues or whatever whatever. So that's that's a totally different conversation. But not really though, because yeah. if you think about the dynamic of you think say like okay like for men that do want to always protect the mental the mental state of the women that they care about, and I think the bigger conversation that now people are starting to understand is we should be protecting the mental state of all women, and like. If you, you know what I'm saying, we're accustomed to kind of like just being, you know, close to home in a sense. So like the women that are around me that I directly talk and, you know, I can tangibly touch on a regular basis in terms of like being close to them, around them, like that, I'm not going to bring them my problems as much because the dynamic I have is they bring me their problems. They talk to me all the time. Like most of my closest women friends will call me and just vent and just talk. And it's almost... I almost can predict it when they're calling me that they're about to talk to me about something that's BS for real. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I can just see it coming. So now, like Louis said, if I'm shooting right back, now our relationship is built off of that. So, like, but in a relationship, it also gets to a point where you're like, now she's talking to you double time about her problems, venting, telling you everything and all these things, and kind of, you kind of just get accustomed to, like, Picking and choosing those battles, you gotta pick. Like, all right, if it's something super, super crazy, yeah, I might let her know what's going on with me. But if not, and I think that's part of why our circle attracts tra- attracted to each other the way we do, because he's like that, I'm like that, you're like that. And then if you look at the rest of the immediate circle around us, we're all that way. So I think that that's just like a a thing that we all kind of have as a trait. I mean, but I, but I'm I, but I'm saying more like in a relationship, it feels like it should be a two way street. Uh, where like you can come to me with your problems, like I don't, I don't necessarily gotta shoot it right back, cause like you said, that now we're just in a muck of issues. But yeah. you come to me with your problems, boom, we we figure your problems out, and then when I got mine, I come to you, my lady, as with my problems as well, yeah. as opposed to holding them in. That's what I'm saying. It could, I could see if I was a lady in the relationship, and I'm all, I'm the one that's always bringing my issues, and you never bring it back. How it could be like you don't trust me with your issues? But again, like I said, that's a totally different conversation. The, um, yeah, well that is, cause it's not it's not like a I don't trust you. It's just like 
it's like what Ant said in the beginning of this shit. How we taught that life has its ups and downs and shit. We're more so taught like to if it's not like soup like if it's not threatening my life. If it's not my livelihood, then, I, then I'm like, it is what it I'll is. Like I, it. I deal with it. Yeah. Now if if I got cancer, like baby, like, yeah. <laughs> but even shit like that, you'll have situations exactly. where, and even and that's not even just men. Like black people as a whole, we always look whole, at it. We look yeah. at we look at it as like we don't we trying to our pride and we trying to protect the people we love from their emotional stress and right. things like that. Once well, you stressed yeah, out over a little low some, me. Yeah, suppressing some shit like that. Exactly. But and that's the, how we all think. And we all yeah, like as a as a man, like I'm saying my 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 woman is dealing with the things she deals with as a black woman. And she thinks she deals with in her workplace and in her environment, whatever her career choice is. And she's dealing with the things she's doing and on top of being a black woman. And she's bringing me her issues. I'm supposed to be the dartboard. Throw all the bullets you throw all the darts you got at me, and I'm I'm gonna catch them. I'm a, whatever you need me to do, I'm, I'm with you. Get it all off your chest. I'm not bringing you the same issues back. And now she could be completely understanding of the of the, the troubles of a black man and right. a black and man. And it's not to say that yeah. They and it's not and it's not to it's say not to say that they aren't dartboards too. Yeah, because they are because they are. Women, black women, women are nurturers. They're nurturers for sure. Yeah, but because you know that they're a nurturer and that that's their nature. As a man, you try to uh, well. The way I was taught, I don't can't speak for every man, but you're. I was taught to kind of like, you don't want to always put that on her. Like you don't mm-hmm. always want to like cloud her with that. You don't always want to keep her continuously stressed out for herself and you. Because if she loves you and she's a nurturer, she'll give it all for you, and that's yeah. t- that's their nature. And then the one other thing is, like especially when it comes to that like relationships between black women and black men, is like. You don't. You don't want to. It's not that you don't think she's strong enough to to deal with it because she absolutely is. Because okay, on t- the 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 part where we falter is okay. We don't tell them or we don't bring them certain things because you don't want to heap all that shit on them. Mm-hmm. And not speaking for everybody, but you know, sometimes us as black men we have irrational, toxic ways of dealing with our shit. Other than telling them, so in st- so we do in the end kind of put it on them because instead of telling them, we'll act out, and now they got to worry about that. It's like yeah. okay, you not telling me, but why the fuck are you out getting blitzed out your mind, passed out when you're whipped drunk four or five days a week, and now I got to deal with this or I why are you talking to shit. me? Yeah, now I got so either way, they got to deal with it, <laughs> Y'all like so we you know it's all about finding. But better I think ways. I think that that's. That's something I had to learn. It's about the outlet. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you can. You don't have to do the whole like I'm about to just get fucked up in my whip shit. Now yeah, sometimes Man, that shit lit. Self medication is how I get through all my shit. But at the same time, sometimes the therapy Man, like you what it, whatever it is section. like for instance, like for instance, you, you being perfect segue. You being a musician, you being a musician, y'all can kind of whether you release the music or not, you can at least get it out your system. Oh, and sometimes. I'm saying sometimes it's all Amazing. it's not even necessarily about putting it out. Sometimes it's just about look, I just need to get this shit onto something that feel, it kind of feels like you're ripping it out of your body and putting it on something yeah. else like you know what I'm saying transplanting it. And like I sometimes will create a mix or two or whatever however many mixes it takes and I the the songs will be themed after what's on my mind and I'll never put the mix out. 
and it's just because I just I think that's the best part about being a creative though like as crazy as crazy as it can make you from time to time like you can really get your shit off whenever you want in in your creative and you ain't space. gonna let nobody hear it and no it. one ever has to be none the wiser like like you said I know for a fact like I just be getting my shit off and writing sometimes now I just ball that shit up and throw it across but it just, I just needed to get that shit yeah, just, for sure. just out my system this shit don't even gotta have a fucking beat or melody or anything you just let that shit go might you might read it back to yourself the next day and be like and I was then really again, in a weird place yesterday and then you just delete that shit and then again that is also to a detriment um, just coming from somebody who's been through it before being a creative like yeah we always have an outlet like we always do possibly have an outlet you know what I'm saying but what about when you're creative and you feeling the way you feeling but that shit is so overwhelming that you can't create Oh yeah You deal with block all and the time And then that shit Like when you going through that shit Like when you going through Whatever you going through And then you can't create As a creative My nigga You feel worthless Like yeah, you feel you, like you down double bad Yeah you like man f- I can't sing about it Can't rap about it Can't make a mix Can't do like What the fuck and Like still gotta de- And still gotta deal with and this shit And I still shit. gotta deal with this shit <laughs> still gotta deal with this shit that's And got I still going gotta on. go to work And I still gotta sit in traffic And more bullshit You know what I'm saying Like that's the worst part But being a creative is Is like a It's, a, it's, it's like it's, a it's like a cheat code For real for real Yeah As much as much as it Sets you back in life That shit can set you forward Emotionally Hell yeah Cause it's I mean If anybody would know In this room Ant would know How much music I got That Nobody's ever fucking Let's not heard. talk about that Cause we'll fight in here Cause we'll fight Or that nobody will ever Fucking hear But ever It just had to I just had to do it in order for me to be in the place that I am now, I just had to do it. And sometimes this is the way shit go. Like, Big facts. That's just the way life is. So I don't know if y'all are as toxic as me, so I'm going I'm to start off with self, self-medicate, bruh. Let me tell you. My entire life. Dilly dilly. You feel me? Dilly motherfucker. Dog, like, I will... Y'all just going to steal Quay shit and just not shout him out on that? All right, Nick Rage. Dilly dilly. So Wait, the self-medicate or the dilly no, dilly? No, the same dilly. That's his oh, shit. Oh, got you. I know that was his shit. I, I got that from a It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia But I mean that's his thing though Dilly like, dilly But yeah bro like Shout out I, to you bro Hey When I be going through shit bro I will I will buy my little bottle of gin Throw some ice in that thing Just And just sit And sip And just try to figure that shit out bro Yeah Write all my little issues out Edit that shit sober We don't smoke no more So we can't We not even get in that bag but Yeah facts We who Me Oh. A little bit of gin here, <laughs> a little bit of gin there, dog, and just try to figure that shit out on the way. But also, it's it's weird. It's a weird thing because it's kind of like you know that that shit is not what you're supposed to do. You know that shit is toxic as fuck. Yeah. But that's just the way the game goes. Like sometimes you still end up just doing that anyway. Sometimes, bro. Sometimes the shit just help. Like self medicating is is not you know is not where it's at. But at the same time, it is. Cause it's like It's been plenty of times where If I didn't go Just sit my ass down If I didn't go to the store Give me this bottle And just sit my ass down And And get You know A little little You know A little lit Little blitz Yeah To the You know what I'm saying Maybe I would've went And gone and did this stupid shit But because I'm too Fucked up to drive You know what I'm saying Like Bet I can't do this shit So now I'ma just sit here And I be can't mad I can get crazy <laughs> I just gotta sit in it But no I get so that's the thing about the self-medicate part, right? Because the real, 
the real good thing about what happened was you just sat your ass down and you could have just sat your ass down with or without the drink you could have sat your ass down the drink nah, just I wasn't you can't you know you can that's what, but that's the growth part right <laughs> I can't. for now for now we gotta self medicate to make sure we sit down and then the growth part is one day we'll get to a place where you don't need to drink and you can just sit down but that's the I think that's the the weird part about like people that people that self medicate through their problems as opposed to again like just having having your problems and just kind of being able to take it to a, another person and just kind of going through it and I think that's the that's another thing that women kind of have us beat on. Because also in the in the book that I was talking about, it was talking about how women have like a, for lack of a better term, a, a group think when they go mm-hmm. through problems. So women will sit in a room <clears throat> with their girls and put their problems on the table, and in the True. room will all be like they'll put their their input in, and she'll take all their input and be like, "All right, bet that's how we gonna deal with this," and go about her business. So she don't even have one person. She got a community of people, whether they were friends or not, because, again, this is a podcast for another time. But she got a community of people that she trusts enough with her problems to help her through it. And I think that if we, as black men, adopted that part, we would probably be a little better off. But, again, it's the <clears throat> it's something about just how we program where it's just like I'm not I'm not trying to sit in a room with my niggas and put the problem on the table and we all just work it's it that, out. It's that... It's that it's that fear of vulnerability and like like I said we're talking I mean and like the men that have black fathers and men that don't have black fathers in their life no no matter what society yeah, teaches us to, their vulnerability is looked at as weakness yeah, it's, a, and it's, it's, a, it's a softness yeah it doesn't necessarily mean you're weak it just means that you're willing to allow something to see something or be something to you that you're not accustomed to see, see parts of you that you don't show everyone like but like we're taught to this weakness, like they'll, they'll tell us, "Don't let anyone ever see you cry." And it's like, why not, nigga? Like honestly, <laughs> I, honestly, I'm more afraid of a nigga that's willing to just cry. But you Th- see, that's the most dangerous <laughs> nigga in the fucking world. Bro, like, sir, I ain't even gonna tell the whole story. You can tell the story. Bro. I'm not gonna tell the whole story because it's gonna take a minute. But me, and, the story long wasn't story that long. short. <laughs> me and Ed, we was, it was something stupid. Bro. I don't even remember, I don't what, we even remember what we was arguing about. But we was arguing about something. It came to the point where we was about to fight each other. Like, we both mushed each other and shit. And this nigga, at, I was, like, wilding out. Like, I was tripping, yelling and shit. And this nigga, at, just looked at me and, like, shared a single tear. And I was like, oh, with the Denzel I joint. Was like, I was like, oh, shit, this nigga mean business. I was like, hey, bro. I was like, bro, this nigga, at, about to smoke me. Like, he stepped back. He said, bro, I love you. And the one tear just one dropped. tear. I was like, "All right, all right, <laughs> you right, dog." So you right. You got it. I was like, "You got it." But like, at the same time, like, bro, like, and it's crazy when you said that. Like, we taught that vulnerability is like a weakness, and it's just because I just got to bring it back, just because this is what my life is centered around and shit. Like, besides sports, it's music, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the type of music that I do is. Very vulnerable You know what I'm saying I'm talking about like Feelings and how I feel about shit And very in tune with What the fuck is on my mind And shit like that right It's crazy how I can do that shit In the song But in real life It's the exact fucking opposite 
I was just about to say that. That is weird. I guess my answer to the the first question, who do you vent to? I only vent to strangers. Like, I only will write songs and literally expose myself to people that I don't fucking know. Yeah. But if you think I'm about to sit in the crib and be like, look, guys, this is what I'm going through. You got me <laughs> fucked up. That shit is never about to happen. I, I think that you've trained yourself. And I will say, as someone that watches, like, I watch my friends, what they do. He's trained himself a little differently than most of the people mm-hmm. around me. He purposely will... And and this isn't to say all of his women friends are this, but he associates with a lot of women because he knows that those are the people that he's comfortable talking to that way. Mm-hmm. At least that's what it seems to me. Like, and, and of course, loving women company is normal. Like, whatever. I love the company of women too. That's a good good time. It's lit. But like, I, I, I like as I observe him and like the way he does it, it seems healthier because. He'll see a woman that seems to have her, you know, understand things mm-hmm. that, he, you know, understand things from his perspective on like what he deals with and what he likes and share interests or whatever. And they'll click and it'll be like, that makes sense. That's that's actually mentally healthy because women do under sometimes like they under. It's funny because I'll, I've always thought that black men and black women, they'll tell you the same thing. When a woman come, they always say that black men can spot when a black woman has fake friends in their circle. Mm-hmm. And they'll tell you that black women can spot the same thing for black men. Yeah, definitely. It makes so much sense because there's so many things that they understand that we don't and we understand that they don't, like in terms of just us seeing things in our own lives. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to surround yourself with those people. And it makes sense as to why we can be vulnerable with a black woman before we can our bros. Well, I think... Uh, to your point, it's not really that. So, like, the I keep the women around me for balance, right? Mm-hmm. Because if I just got my niggas around me all the time, I'm always going to be on nigga shit. But, that's, I mean, that's what I'm so, saying, though. But to the to the vulnerability point, like, even the women in my life, like, I don't really be vulnerable with them either, for real. It's a little more than the men. I mean, it's not even... A, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't, mean, a, I don't, don't mean that from, like, a am about to just cry my heart out to you. But, like I said, you'll give them the, oh, I just feel like getting away. I'm going to go this place and kick it. And you just like, instead we know you. You know what I'm saying? You just dip, and because you're like, nigga, I don't gotta tell y'all niggas where the fuck I'm going. Like, just on some adult shit, like whatever. Yeah. But like, with the women, you'll be like, yeah, I'm just gonna get away a couple days. You know, just clear my head, or whatever, shit yeah. like that. Like, oh, it, yeah, it, for sure. In in a sense, you are being a little more vulnerable <clears throat> with the. Yeah, you could be a little bit more in debt because even though it's not something that's super yeah. detrimental, it could be sorry. something that's not detrimental. Yeah. You could just be like, I've just had a rough couple weeks. Like I've been working like crazy. Just niggas been in the crib. I just feel like being by myself a couple of days, and that still Man, is that was a great time. I highly, I highly uh, recommend doing that shit, bro. I was going through some shit. I was like, dog, where haven't I been? Bro, I do it all do the some time. shit at the wall. I was like, yo, I'm about to go to Denver for a couple of days. Bro, I do it all the back. time. Whenever I'm on tour and we got like three, like if we get two or three days off, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, if I find a cheap flight, I'll leave the bus and beat the bus to the city I'm going to, mm-hmm. and just spend two days by myself. That's tight. Not talking See, that's to what I'm saying though. Like that that's how I get through my shit. Like I don't actually want to be around niggas. Like I'm trying to go off by myself and me me and myself are gonna look at each other in the mirror and be like, dog, this is what we going through, this is how we're gonna get through it. And I'm gonna see you niggas after I after works. I come out the cave, bro. That shit works. But that shit is it's also very toxic as well to disappear from the people that you know care about you and that you care about when you're going through and shit. see. That's yeah, but they the, gotta understand that though, and that's the difference. And I mean, I probably don't do it with, with like, people that's like close, close to me. You know what I'm saying? Just because mm-hmm. they gonna ask questions and shit like that. I mean, I've done it plenty of time with. 
I mean, I've done it plenty of times with like friends. It's like niggas and shit. Done it plenty, plenty of times with women that was friends or that I was having relationships with, dating, whatever. I'll disappear, not for days, not for weeks, for months. I'm out of here. Sometimes a year. Like if I'm just not, if it's if it's our shit on top of the shit that I'm already going through. Deuces. You go to text our happy birthday. The last text says happy birthday. Like damn, hey, fool. Fuck. <laughs> Not for real. For real. For real. Like I'm liable to. Like I'm, I make decisions on the on the whim. Like yeah. I'm liable to just take off and just never. Whatever. Like and even like I've gotten way better. Like I've gotten way better with this shit. I I, I say in the past two years, I ain't gonna say I cleaned up my act all the way, but. It's gotten a lot better. Like, I'm not so quick to just fucking dip off to the dip scene. Off. Yeah, well, I, know. I, I used will, to be like you. I was that bad, bro. Like, I will like take my personal days. I call them personal days. Like you at mm-hmm. work, you know what I'm saying? Like I will just take some personal days with like, you know, just you know, because I, I figured like getting older, I figured out it's like it's like the little shit. Like, put that shit on. Do not disturb. You know what I'm saying? My or, phone is always on. Do not disturb. Do, yeah. I wish the fuck mine was. Well, I'm <laughs> I'm like a fucking. Manager at my job, so I can't fucking do that because some. I'm not. Is. Got you. Yeah, nigga. I'll tell you this story later. Like, yeah, I just, I just got, I just got my favorites. Like, I got, I got like the homies, like the niggas that I live with. I got like my my girlfriends and like my mom. If if you, you're not Wait, on that what, list, bro. Oh yeah, the favorites means it gets through. It still comes through. Oh, I'm oh, about to real? boy. Yeah, if man. You, set oh, your, you can do that. You can set yeah. your do not disturb, so your favorites still come through. Oh, Everybody weird. else just goes straight oh, to voice. Yeah, I'm about to do that. Me. So my phone be on do not disturb. If you're not, if you're not the homies and you and you're not yo yo Mars, like this shit don't come through for me. Nah, I'm cool. Ain't no need to cry. I hate you niggas so much, dog. <laughs> Y'all done? Y'all done? Yeah. Are you you sure? Yeah, we not editing that out. No, we not. No, no, you're right. No, that's exactly that's not going nowhere. Um, so so niggas edit podcast to dig. Yeah, hell yeah, fam. Man. If you if you knew what you I had, to edit, <laughs> God <laughs> damn, it'd be some shit. Sometimes. But yeah, nah. So to the uh to, to dig a little up. to dig a little no, deeper into this therapy it, session. Gonna make, make me work. Uh, when is the last when is the last time that that you you black men have cried at your big age? When's the last time you really shed your tear? Minus that time, Amp was about to whoop your ass. I, I wasn't shared going the tear. He shared the tear. No, minus the time that Amp was about to whoop your ass. That's not a real. That might have been the last time he shed a tear. Probably Father's Day. I always cry Father's Day. It's a little quick jump, you know, a little quick jump. Oh, Get out your system. I think the last time. No, nah, actually, twenty eighth. I thought he was about to say no. Nah, actually, 28th? It was the last mm-hmm. time that I almost. Okay. That's always a rough day. I think the last time, because June as a whole is just like an anxiety filled month. Facts. For me. That's a fact. But Between I think the last time I cried was probably like, I want to say like two weeks after the whole. George Floyd thing and all that type of shit mm-hmm. just because like all the other I'm gonna just be like frankly honest like all the other shit that, that has happened you know what I'm saying like Trayvon Martin Tamir Rice Sandra Bland you know all those people say their names whatever I always felt it cause I was like it was always like fucked up I'm like damn that's fucked up like mm-hmm. that's crazy but literally I was like I, I think I was it was like taco night at my mom's house or some shit and I was fucked up off tequila. So I didn't see the shit that night but when I woke up and I got to work I seen the shit and then it fucked me up. It was fucking me up. I was down about it then like two weeks later 
I finally like broke down and cried about it. And I feel like the reason was because when all the other shit was happening, one I was younger, and then two I had distractions. Like yeah, for it sure. was sports, it was music. The whole the world was alive. The yeah. world is shut down right now. So it never like I never had a chance for it to like fully hit me. It was it hit me, but then it was like oh. Somebody just got dunked on. Somebody just got, you know, whatever. Yeah, for sure. Somebody just dropped some shit. This shit hit me to my core, to the part I was like. There was no distraction. Yeah, it's no distraction. I'm crying like this man was my uncle. That shit like, took over COVID. Facts. For real. The, the whole new cycle change. Yeah. Black Lives bro, Matter. yeah, COVID real life disappeared for like three, <laughs> four weeks. Bro, that shit. But they, they, they were showing the clip on, if I'm not mistaken, they were showing the clip on sports stations. It's yeah. Like, no, for sure. Bruh, when that second view came out, the second angle, yeah, bro, that shit was emotional. I was bruh. like, son, I can't do this, bro. Like, I've I still haven't, I still can't, I still haven't watched the whole video. I can't. Like, I've realized, I can't do it. I was sitting there, and I was like, I need to cry. Sometimes you need to, for sure. Like, I was just like, I was talking to my queen. I was like, I gotta cry. I was like, I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll be I, 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 we weren't even around each other. I just texted her. I was like, I gotta cry. She's like, go ahead. And I was like, yeah. I thought this nigga walked out the room like, hey, I got some tears to get off. I'll be right back, Joy, and just dip to another, dip to another spot of the house. I don't know, bro. I think my, I think my, my, my ducks are broke. I ain't cried in fucking years, bro. Like the bro, last time I cried to, was bro. probably like, nah. It's never that I'm trying not to. <laughs> I'm not holding them back. I'd be dying to get my tears off. Like, nah. I know y'all in there. <laughs> like, come on, come that out. Shit, <laughs> that, bro, shit that shit just don't work, bro. That shit feel good, bro. Bro, I mean, shit I, I feel good. you, but I feel I, like I feel like getting a good cry off is what women feel when they take their bra off after a day at work. Bro, it, 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 especially that nice ugly cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that hurts. That's, no, that shit hurt, probably hurts. Bro, that yeah. shit feel good. No, nah, just me. a good quality joint. You know what I'm saying? When you know you got some emotional Wait, you know and some shit pent up, and you just gotta let it out. Sometimes you gotta do that shit. They don't, you know what I'm saying? Look, bro. I done, your day could just literally take a whole 180 after you. In the shit. last 365, I done been through some shit, and every time I be like, "This the one." I know, I know these tears is coming. Like they, they right there. I be trying to blink them out and all that shit. It just don't work, dog. I'm <coughs> waiting for the moment. Blink them out is hilarious. Look, sometimes you gotta try to get a little, get a little, get a little extra force going. Like, nah, just drop. You got drop jump, for you got me. jump start. You got pull water. Yeah, that's yeah, the last time I cried. Soften the ducks before up. that. I concrete face ass. Last time I did before. I, yeah, before that, I, I, I know I've had the need to, I, I know I've had like before that I know I've had like the need to be like, bro, like, and I don't know what the fuck it is, bro. I think it's, I don't know. I think it's just kind of with getting older, bro. Like, I be watching movies and shit, nah, and I don't, I don't really, TV shows and shit. Niggas be dying. I be off the. <laughs> you know, but I, you know, I think it's because I be blitz. Real, <laughs> real, real shit, though. Nigga, just be drunk and emotional. Real shit. I have a problem that I don't cry at moments that you would think I would cry at. This nigga like cried his birthday party. Like, <laughs> no, nah, I think. Well, so you got hipster tears. Well, no, you said I don't have a birthday. You don't. No, nah, it's not even hipster tears. The like, like throw you pods. Like, it's crazy. Like for for instance, right? The day my dad passed, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't cry to the next day. Mm. That morning, niggas woke me up. I rushed over, handled what I had to handle, fully stone faced. My grandmother is losing her shit. I'm because I'm seeing her losing her shit, I'm like, I can't. I gotta I gotta hold it down. I gotta yeah. chill. She freaking the fuck out. I'm like, my grandfather freaking out. I'm like, Now nope. I remember you during that time. You yeah, I'm just stoic. Bro, I went to Joy Club that night. Damn. It was on a Tuesday. I was like, I gotta do something. So went to Joy Club that night. Sometimes I mean sometimes you gotta like Program yourself And then Keep when you going, get your yeah. Take your time Get your chance Then you let it go 
Yeah. I'm saying that's all it is. This nigga got concrete face, so that's different. Dog, I'm trying to tell you, like, I don't even fuck with it for real, because I be dying to get my cry off. I be wanting to get these tears. The last the last time I really got a cry off, and it wasn't even like a big cry, it was still a slight joint, was like, R.I.P. to the bro, like, when... When our friend Travis passed, that's probably the last time that like I really got a cry off. That was years years ago. ago. That's what I'm saying. That's and before that, it had been years before that. And again, I be dying to cry. Like nah, I I want that release, and it just don't work. It's just all pent up in there somewhere. I'm gonna be like 32 one day, and my shit just gonna be like, uh, who was that? No Sean Moreno when the jump just (laughs) fucking came down his face like a waterfall. That shit is just about to drop. You gonna be fucked. That shit gonna be crazy. I'm gonna cry a river on that day. Real life. So, how do y'all feel about? Cause there's a there's a stigma for for us as a community. It's gotten better though recently, I will say. But there's a stigma for us as a community about therapy. Like, how y'all feel about therapy? Are you pro therapy? Are you anti therapy? You not really give a fuck one way or another. Like, how y'all feel about sitting down? Like, really sitting down with somebody with a notepad and degree, and just being just going through all your shit from childhood to to your to your, the current day. I don't, I'm a big fan of the Sopranos, and so, like, my nigga Tony, he he wasn't really... He was going in that jump, but he wasn't really fucking with it, but I don't know. Me, personally, I don't, I don't, I don't think I really particularly fuck with it, because I've been to therapy before when I was a kid and shit like that, but the reason why I say I don't particularly fuck with it is because you could just do that yourself. Like you paying like however many dollars an hour to talk to this person that don't they don't really give a fuck. They are like educated and trained meticulously to give you the responses that they give you. They're not giving you these responses because they give like you know like if it ever came down to it, right? And you vented to your homie, right? And you let's say whatever, it came down to it and you vented the ant. Mm-hmm. You know the responses that ant is gonna give you is gonna be Genuine Cause Ant gives a fuck about you Yeah for sure This is like Asking Siri What's wrong with me Like Bro I, This is what's wrong with you This is how you could handle it And take two of these And call me next week <laughs> Take two of these like, Call me in the You know morning. what I'm saying I agree like, completely I just feel like It's a waste of money Like now If you have no friends And no support system uh, uh, By all means Go talk to somebody You know what for I'm sure. saying But if you have that means My nigga You just Wasting your money Like nigga Go talk to somebody That actually cares about you That's not about to give you An answer Out of a textbook the Therapists are the same As mathematicians Like It's logic with them It's logic It's logic mm-hmm. It's logic It's not Emotion They can't They don't They don't Because And you gotta be Slightly insane To even be it Because how can you Listen to all these people Go through all this Fucked up shit Hear about people Getting raped People getting shot Their family members Getting killed Whatever is going on Even the pettiest shit Whatever And Not give a fuck You just taking all that And you just taking all of it Cause I've been recently Recently I've been called An empath So basically They told me I absorb all the emotion That's in the room When it gets (coughs) conveyed to me Mm -hmm. So How do you be In that fucking room For however long they work all fucking day Listen to all these fucking people It's like either One You just a fucking psychopath Or you sick Either you don't give a fuck about it Or you think it's funny Facts <laughs> I, And funny th- funny shit is Me and him have never talked about this But I agree completely Like I've, I've had t- 
talks with my grandmother and she's like, why don't you just go talk to someone? And I'm just like, that person wouldn't be talking to me if I wasn't paying them. They wouldn't give a fuck what I was saying if I wasn't paying them. They would. They. I mean, yeah, they that's literally, every doctor though. Yeah, but that, and, and I mean, but that's that. The difference is with a medical doctor, typically, and like I said, this could be because of the way black men are hardwired. We don't go to the doctor as much, which explains why. That's true too. But like when you're talking about going to get therapy, like I've been to therapy too. I tried it. I tried two different therapists. I didn't enjoy it because I literally felt like I. It felt like a business transaction. It felt like I'm here because I asked to be. You accepted my reservation. I paid, whether it be insurance, whatever. I paid how I paid. You gonna get your funds? Therapy, like it was hotel heartbreak, bro. This shit was like I was at a vending machine, nigga. Like I I click fucking B4, the motherfucking product drop. We picked that shit up. I did like big up what the fuck he was saying. Like, okay, you said even like with a, a physical doctor. But if you a physical doctor and the motherfucker on the plane is having a heart attack, that doctor is going to jump to your defense. Like, he's going to be like, oh, shit, this nigga's having a heart attack. Like, oh, he a doctor at all times. Yeah, he's he a doctor at all times. Gotcha. A therapist, you see a therapist out in public, you better not fucking talk to them about your emotions. They, uh, Mr. whatever your Take last my name card. is. Yeah, like, shit. Uh, we're not, your session is until Tuesday. They don't give, like, if you having a mental breakdown, a random therapist is not going to be like, oh, my God. I, I don't give a fuck. I, I get that part. There's, I think, a, there's a different. I think what what there's is that called? What is that term called? The what? like the the doctor's urge to jump oh. to the rescue oh. and like and then comparing that to like a shrink like. Oh, I don't. What is? I don't know. What, what, what would the urge for. of a doctor jumping to the rescue like? They're obli- they feel like obligated. I mean, I feel like there's a bigger term for it. But I like, mean, that's the oath they take is to save lives. Okay. okay. In all situations. Yeah. In all so situations. like, but yeah, that makes it like that. That show like they doctors. And like a lot of like people who become doctors, they long to be a doctor because they want to they help, people help people this way. And yeah. they, they want to they, a doctor try to run through a brick wall for you if they're the type of doctor that they should. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Doctors like they like I'm going to try this. Like you hear stories of doctors going above and beyond all the time. And I'm not saying that there aren't some like mental health doctors or shrink, whatever the term would be considered a therapist or whatever that aren't that way. Because I'm sure there are. I'm sure there's some beautiful human beings that are. Be. But I think that it's probably scarce I think that a lot of people go into that field and they know it makes them a lot of people go into their fields because it makes them money so like that's interesting because I know some therapists <clears throat> I should probably ask them why they decided to do therapy because that, that, y'all do are raise you, a good are point are you friends with them or are you no yeah no like it's the home. so I'm gonna go ahead and jump on a limb and say that because you're friends with them they're probably decent people yeah like they're cool so they're, they're cool I, people. and I, I say this all the time and this is about a completely separate topic and I tell my grandfather this all the time I'm blessed to know some of the creatives I know because I know, and this is, I think this is, I think, I think this is rare. I know more good creatives than bad creatives that I'm friends with. Mm-hmm. I'm friends with. Of course, there's some trash creatives out there that I might know their names, but I'm saying, I don't know, like something vegan, but whatever. But you talking about, yeah, whatever. No, we ain't going to say that name. Something dope. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, so like when you. Like I, I say that all the time I'm, I'm, I was blessed to know Some of the creatives I know Some people I've came up with That are just gifted Whether they continue To pursue music or not Their art form or not But I'm gonna assume that The people that you Are gonna be cool with And friends with Are good people They might be You might be th- That might be their thing They might be good people Enough to 
have that obligation to help people and shit. But well, no, I say more more so like getting to know why they chose that as opposed to like because you can pick any medical field, but you chose to be a therapist. Like like Louis said, like you chose to take all these burdens on. Like why? What what about this specific field where you like you know what I want to be there to just listen to people's problems and help them through it? It seems like hell. Just that like the, just like the, yeah, hell, just bro. the thought process of what you, what got you here. It was like I really just want to listen to yeah. people's problems and help them through it. But I think that the the good thing about therapy, depending on how how you handle your vulnerability, is <clears throat> you get to speak to a stranger that mm-hmm. there's they're trained to not judge you so you never feel judgment because the thing the thing about bringing your problems to your friend sometimes they is they trained to not judge you but they, they I mean but what, to show it at least they <laughs> don't they're going they they to leave this nigga they oh, but the word the word trained is our problem no I get it but I mean that, that that's just the game that's, I'd rather that's you the, judge me if I fuck with you or I'd rather you nah cause then I'm bruh, never coming back no because no no they're trained to not show that they judge you Dude, I'd rather saying, you judge showing, me to my the face like, I'd rather you judgment. I'd rather me tell you my situation and then you look at me like you are fucking crazy then for you to be like I see um, <clears> that's not that's not bad so it's okay you know and I'm, you just give, lying to my face I only give one shout out to therapy from the only therapist I've ever been to uh, when I was like around seven or some shit like that seven or eight uh, my my stepfather died Mm -hmm. and so my mother took me to a therapist and shit and she was like I was going through a bunch of shit acting up in school whatever typical bad kid shit whatever and she was like well Whatever you feeling every week, we're gonna talk about it. But I want. She gave me a box. She made like a little box, decorated it, and was like, "Write your feelings down on these index cards. Put it in the box. And when you come, we can talk about it." And I was like, "All right, whatever, cool." So I started to do that, and as I started to do that, they started to turn into poems. As I started to do that, they started to turn into raps. As I started to do that, they turned into whole songs. So to that credit. To that one therapist To that one therapist I don't remember your name I know you had Two big ass bull masses That used to slobber like shit Thank you Because she set me On the path to become an artist Yeah But now Like as a grown man I don't see me Going to a therapist I feel like it's a waste of time For me Specifically That's fair I can't Because like I'll tell anybody My opinion Isn't facts To nobody but me It's facts to me For sure now, anybody else, it might be good for you to see a therapist. But me, if you're going to ask me my opinion, I think it's bullshit. I think it's a waste of time. I think I see both sides, right? I think that the the big, the big biggest scam, but also the best part of therapy, which makes it weird, is they aren't there to give you the answers. They're right. literally just listening to you and allowing you to do what we're talking about. you just talking <laughs> through it. You got your problem. How's that make you feel? It makes me feel like this. Like it's you essentially talking to yourself and them taking notes to see just how far along in that process you get to. Maybe you need medicine, maybe you don't. But a lot of it is really just you getting your shit off and you like you said, there's there's no judgments. You talking to the mirror for real. It's a person with a like stone a, like face a confessional. just sitting there, just letting you talk and just get it all out. But I do understand, like, because when when the hour gets here, no matter how long, yeah, I can no matter how far along you down. got, all right, we got to. You know what? It's time and that, to go. And that's what that's what kind of fucked me up about it. Because like uh, the first time I went to therapy, well, I technically I've been three times. So the first time I went, I was a kid. My parents were going through their divorce. Sometimes when your parents have a dispute in a divorce, the judge will order mandated um, therapy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you'll have a counselor. They call it a, your counselor, but it's not a lawyer. 
It's a therapist that will speak on your behalf in court. And so some bitch ass I mean, nigga. Yeah, yeah. So and like I'm talking to this nigga or whatever. It always used to make me so anxious because I was already very like I was already a very very standoffish kid from people I didn't know. Like yeah. adults I didn't know, like Strange you talking to me, like I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like I I like <laughs> I'm saying I'm I'm, I'm this is our third appointment, but like still who the fuck are you type shit. So like talking you know to this funny. I've seen this exact face from Ant as an adult when people that we might have known, like we might have met like six years ago, and run, hey, what's up? They'd be, be like, Marauder, what's up, bro? And I'd be like, he'll look at them with the like, fam. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, so, so, like, to his credit, he tells yeah, them like, the truth. Like, like, so the, truth. like, he looked familiar, and I'm like, yeah, but like, what the fuck? Like, and so, like, we talk or whatever and shit. And it used to always make me anxious because I had a two. It was either two hour limit or one hour limit. Cause he would finally crack, like crack the code, get me to talk as a kid. Cause to get a kid to warm up to you and talk, it takes some time. It yeah. takes, you know, and not like years, but like if you know what you're doing, you sit there and you sit around a kid that their parents right outside the door, they'll talk to you in a 30, 30 45 minute window if you know what you're doing. So I started talking to him and then like, oh yeah, time's up. And I'm like, well, why the fuck am I here? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and like nigga, to, are we trying to get to the bottom yeah, of this or like, not? Nigga, I, like, got, I got a lot more shit. Yeah, I'm ready like, right Like, now. it's video I'm games out. This, you know what I'm saying? This ain't like, no sitcom. Yeah. I can't wait till next week. Yeah, so like, and then, so to I went to continued. therapy. I went to therapy after Travis passed. Mm. I, I went, I, I got, I went to like a, someone referred me to a therapist and I, I really didn't enjoy it. It was a white man. Really didn't enjoy it, and I you didn't quite. But look, but see, emotions. because I wasn't educated on how therapy goes, I just went because they they referred. Niggas him. trusted John B. So then after my after my dad Never passed, but look, B. after my dad passed, uh, a black woman suggested that I go to a black therapist. Mm-hmm. Referred me to a bunch. Looked through, I found a black man that was from this area. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe he'll understand me more because black you. man from my area, whatever. What's up, Mo? This right. nigga, but this nigga, that nigga was John B. Bruh, I watched him look at the clock six times an hour. Off the, yeah, like this nigga, the rap. clock, no, the clock. I'm sitting, this so he's at rap. his desk, like his desk is like this little L shaped desk, and I'm like sitting at this like comfortable ass fucking chair or whatever. I'm just talking to the nigga. Is this chair more comfortable than yours? He ain't even give you the, the no, couch with know. the chair right across. No, I sat behind no, the desk. I don't sit on the fucking couch and shit. I'm sitting on this little chair. I'm cool. I'm talking to the nigga, whatever. We talking. I started after the second time he his clock is sitting on his desk like right here in front of him mm. and he's looking at me so I can obviously see when he turns and looks at the clock after the second time I was like alright that's, yeah, that's I two feeling it. I was yeah. like that's two then this nigga that nigga three that shit six times that's crazy six shit. times in an hour bro that I'm means every ten minutes you look at the clock and I'm sitting there then it got to an hour he was like yeah so uh if you want to schedule again, like you know, just let the receptionist know. And and I'm sitting here looking at this nigga like, yeah, "Hey, bro, fuck." I real like, bro, on everything I love, I got up and was like, "Bro, I don't fuck with you," and just walked out. And then as soon as he walked out, he was like, "Yeah, that kid needs more therapy." Son, yeah, bro, because bro, I watched him look at the son. <laughs> when someone does something repetitively, I take note. I look at mannerisms. I look at how people's hands. I I can kind of peep whether someone's nervous, whether 
like twitches and shit. Now he wasn't nervous. I, he just was watching the clock. Yeah, mm-hmm. So if Craig you start to do something, you out if it, you start to look, do something repetitive, I'm noticing it. Now I'm thinking it's a twitch, so I'm gonna take note to it. I look at what people do with their feet, their knees. When yeah, people so are talking to me and they're shaking and shit, mm-hmm. I peep that shit. When people are fidgeting with their hands, I peep that. If someone keeps moving their hat, I peep that. I just peep little shit I mean, that's that people another do. Thing, that's another thing that I mean. I don't know if all of us were trained to do it, but I know most of us were trained. Like you. You gotta watch that You know what I'm saying yeah, You, you gotta, gotta watch, watch it like that like, Yeah for completely other like, reasons But now I'm noticing I'm like exactly. nigga You looking at a fucking if he, clock If bro. he that nervous It's something going on in this joint So you need but, to be on a look but, but he wasn't nervous This nigga was just watching the clock Cause he yeah, was nah, like I'm trying to get the fuck out of here I'm like that nigga You might not be nervous But you want something Bro but that shit fried me bro I'm like I'm like nigga You want me out of here I'm talking to you about my life like, and I you I trying to get me out of here, like bro? Like, if I'm boring you, that's fine, because you have every right to be bored as a human being. That's cool, but that's my problem. Like, but this is the wrong field. For yeah, you, this ain't this ain't. You shouldn't be taking nah. my. I'm a. He had a cute joint that was scheduled after Ant. But he well, he, like, what, what bluffed me? I'm just waiting. You know, you know what pissed me off more when I first came in, and he was like, "Oh, young man, man, it's good to see like see us. You know, we need to do this more." And then I'm like, "Oh, I'm like, oh, get me comfortable. It's cool. That's cool." <clears> now this nigga fidgeting and looking at the yeah, fucking clock. I'm like, "You bitch ass." And I know it's a whole time of you know. Black Lives Matter and all that shit, and I'm all for everything that's going on. But I still feel uncomfortable with that shit. Like, you know, oh, young brother, da da da. It's an, like, uncom- it's an uncomfortable topic. The whole thing is uncomfortable. I just be like, do you really fuck with me, or is it just you fuck with me because I'm black? But when I open my mouth to say what I'm about to say, are you still gonna fuck with me? Like, or do you not fuck with me because of how I look? I'm still a young black brother, but. Do you you know what I'm saying? Like, is which, which is it, it genuine? It, in in most cases, if you are excited to see a young black brother, you should be excited to understand that I have, I view things differently than you do. Exactly because I'm a young black brother. Because I'm young, and it's a different time than you. Like, it's a different time that you grew up in. But I mean, that's that's a whole other two podcast right there. <laughs> but I will I will say though, my <laughs> my grandfather is a therapist, whether he realizes it or not. Because his approach and the things that he says works on me. And I don't think that I would respect his approach from anyone else but him. So, in turn, I, I, that he is therapy for me. I mean, so you gotta I mean, go with what works for you. I mean, but in a sense, my nigga, like, this is therapy. For sure. I mean, yeah. This is therapy. Like, I say, it's like what Louis said. If niggas could do this <laughs> instead of paying somebody $20 an hour. That's what I'm saying. Shit, $20 an hour, if, nigga? That's low end. If niggas sat in a I'm, circle. I don't, and I that's why. That's why I, when that's, I was seven years bro, old. That's so a, I don't fucking know. That's why I'd have been 20 when you were seven that, years that's old. That's why I got up and said I don't fuck with you. Because of how much I paid him for that hour. A bag for him to be like, look, Keisha coming in here second. Like, and she's much harder Of course he will tell you come back. I feel like therapy is just like taking your car to the dealership, bro. You take your car to the dealership. For your for something simple like for your, your windshield brake, wipers, for your windshield wipers. Next, actually, and they tell uh, you, your rotors is fucked, your brakes is fucked. Like, bro, I ain't actually check your all that. roof is gone, <laughs> nigga. I drove here with a roof. Nah, nah the roof fell off. <laughs> fell off soon. Nigga, took I asked you to check all that. Headlight, <laughs> headlights is dead. I ain't gonna hold you. you. I took them. my shit to the dealership to get my AC fixed. Two weeks later, now this bitch is it's acting a little funny. <laughs> I'm like, it wasn't it's acting like this. Funny. When I drop this motherfucker off, y'all want me to come back? It's yeah, just, been, nah, a little snip y'all. here, a little snip there, you know? That's crazy. Shit. We'll I see sell, you in a couple weeks. Don't even trip, big dog. I sell this bitch. <laughs> you that's feel funny me? as shit. Like what, nigga? But yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like if if we if we as black men sat sat down with each other and really went through our issues, we could possibly 
be a little better off in a in the society of getting over our shit. So we do though. I mean, in in, a, in ways, I will say like like he said, Kyle. Like I've I've had deep conversations with Kyle about a lot of things that don't go any further than me and him. And that's but that's how that's how you just you just gotta pick it. Like I said, you gotta pick and choose. But that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about a step past that where it's like every so often it's like a it's if if we as homies across whoever whoever your friend circle is or whatever if you and your homies just regularly do a, a wellness check as a group not like not when shit look crazy not when oh i ain't seen you in days so let me check on you make sure you're good i'm talking about when everybody look good like everybody still seem like they on a hundred and still sit down and be like all right Boom, wellness check. Everybody cool? Anybody got anything that's going on? Bring it to the table now. We can figure it out as a family. I don't think that's before the, it gets I don't think to that, a bad but that bad method that method would fail a lot because it's not a lot at of that men, point you just yeah, now you, yeah, but now we're in a you talking about in a group, or you talking about going one by one. Like you know what I'm saying, like hitting your man's up like yo, how are you? Everything cool? Like however I'm saying however you gotta do it. It don't even gotta be this this big round table that I'm talking about. I'm just talking about the fact of just regularly being a a group of, of black men that check on check on your good men before it look like they off. Yeah. I think like but, when everything still look cool, just being like, yo, I'm just I'm just checking on you, everything cool with you. Cause I've like I just I told people probably like at this point maybe like a month ago like people you see people in the hall you see people at work you see people on the street they be like yo how are you my automatic response is I'm good I'm cool whatever I'm straight so it's a it's just like again it's a it's a I don't want to burden you with nothing because in real life I got a whole lot of shit in this bag that I can unload in this conversation but but it's real just like bro I'm I mean but even in saying that bro like when you passing the nigga in the hall and you ask him like what's up with you how are you you're not expecting a nigga to you expecting You're asking Because you're expecting I'm straight I'm good hey, You gotta think No bullshit How would you react If you just <laughs> passing The nigga in the hall like, What's good How He unload the clip Man I'm nigga. fucked up <laughs> Like bro Imagine you walk <laughs> past Some random nigga You just like Hey man Howard Good to see you man How are you And he like That's man, crazy she Cause like she, guys, took, she, took, fact. she took She took everything She the, took the, the house The, the car The kids Now you It's happened It's crazy you ask Cause I was Nigga you be sitting there like Having a conversation You don't wanna have like damn But I think You know what I think on, In all seriousness no. Like uh, I think what has Made us better uh, Even though You know On the worldly thing A country thing Whatever niggas is dying And shit like that You know the pandemic And all that type of shit I think it's made People I think it's made like At least for the people That I know mm-hmm. I think it's made people Better In accountability For themselves And for other people Cause it's like Alright, during the first couple, you know, when it was really locked down, locked down, because niggas is outside acting food right now. <laughs> but when fact. it was really locked down, locked down, no traffic, you can get wherever you wanted to go that 15 shit minutes. That lit. shit was fucking lit. But, you know, during that time, you really had to, like, ask, like, nah, you, like, y'all niggas good? Like, everything straight? Like, y'all, yeah, like, y'all good on that bro, side? I'm still asking people how you holding up, like... Even if, because you know, but it's, even it's, just, during it's that a shit. different type of ass, right? Because during the what Louis talking about, you at that time, like you really not supposed to be on the streets at all. You can't see nobody, can't catch nobody. So if you like, do for, see a nigga, 
like are you good? like you good because because shit is crazy out here right <laughs> now like up. niggas is going down like flies so, so yes we still we still asking up. people like are you you good everything straight but in the beginning yeah niggas they done lost a job niggas in the house did the check come it ain't come yet unemployed yeah. like, niggas had a whole like i i know for a fact you got shit going on so are you cool over there because everybody fucked up right Hell now yeah like in the beginning the shit was more i don't know how genuine is gonna be moving forward but i know like in the beginning it was like, yo, like, what's up? Like, how you, bro? Like, how the kids? How moms? How everything? Like, did moms? It's like, how's moms now? Like, generally, like, did she catch COVID? Nigga, did you catch COVID? Did your little son catch COVID? Like, that's what we asked. Like, is y'all, is everybody still alive? Like, on is everybody side? still good and like, like, good, good over there? <laughs> you nigga, me? y'all not evicted? Y'all, nigga, yeah, are y'all yeah, lights yeah, exactly. on? Like, you still got your whip? They ain't come repossess shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like this during this time, like. It should really give people more a sense of accountability and, and and have them take it genuinely because just like this shit happened, bro, anything can happen. Like, because this shit ain't even over. And the second wave going to be fucking worse. And then you don't know what else. It could be another fucking pandemic lined up. Nigga, they yeah, coming they, back to back like yeah, the they Warriors just, and shit. They just updated the swan flu. Oh, yeah, we just won 73 games, but Rona oh, about that, to sign. That song about to go crazy. Rona about to sign KD. <laughs> Rona about to sign Rona about KD. to sign KD. They won 73 games and lost, but they determined. <laughs> <laughs> they, Rona is determined. KD about to hey, shut the pull fuck. up from that same spot in the queue. Splick <laughs> 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 act. You feel me? Oh, like, no. nigga, it's about to get real. Like, I was having a conversation earlier, like, nigga, give it, I ain't gonna say August because that's my birthday month. Give it September. Why not say August, nigga? The fuck? What does that mean? I don't mean? want it to be August. Bro, COVID don't give a fuck about your birthday, nigga. COVID ain't gave a fuck about nobody's birthday. Bro, they been killing me. But look, right, You know who August? else don't give a fuck about something? These white people don't give a fuck but, about COVID because it's 4th of July is tomorrow and they about to and be, they, they about be outside, boy. Case is about boy. to spike, spike. <laughs> Case about the Spike Lee, Slim. You I seen him. I seen him outside today, bro. No mask. They kissing each other in the mouth in the park. It's rough. It's rough out there in the streets for the caucus. The caucus be wilding, bro. Nigga, it's parties on them. Niggas is having day parties right I'm now. A, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real. August, maybe not August the sixth, but past that. <laughs> Just letting niggas know if y'all was looking to give him a gift. Birthday, <laughs> Maybe not the sixth, specifically the sixth. But you know, August, bro. I see this shit coming back, slapping us in the face double time. Nah, that's a fact. It's too many places that's opening back up, bro. Like Texas, but the first Phoenix, week they fuck, opened fuck up fuck Florida, that, bro. They having day parties in Maryland. Oh, dead ass. Oh, that's crazy, y'all. Nigga, nigga, society at Red rocks in Columbia Heights, bunch. Large parties. That's, nah, nah. That's, that's um. But that's that's not as bad as, bruh, There's parties. Society, parties? society in Silver Spring is open. The club is open. Open, open, N- <laughs> open, nigga, open. I'm about to learn you, nigga. This <laughs> shit. But you know you, the nigga. you know the motherfucking IHOP we used to go after all the little shows and yeah. shit. We was drunk, bro. And then they got seating set up. Outside. This is this is this is in Maryland. Every week. Look at the people. No masks. But they smoking hookah? No <laughs> masks? They outside. Oh, they outside for real. With the hooks. With the hooks? They don't give a fuck. What was slept? 
If it was hookah, you know, slutty. <laughs> nigga, they out, nigga. Hey, bro, no, I don't even. I don't even want to know what they what they got going bro, on. I up, tweeted up that Silver shit the Spring, other day, bro. bro. Niggas is outside, outside, and I'm not fooling with it, bro. That niggas shit. is outside for real. My, I'm just my only problem is just it's just like that's too many people, bro. They might as well open the club. Like, might as well open it all. <laughs> If we gonna go out, we gonna go out. Look, <laughs> niggas got it. Niggas just got Ivan Drago this joint, dog. If they die, they die. It is what it is. Open it up, cause niggas, IV. niggas, <laughs> niggas is not listening, bro, at all, at all, bro. All right, so to wrap this up, we have learned today that we, as as black men, need to be more vulnerable with our with our people and our tribe and our camp. So, I want any uh. Anybody that's listening that happens to be a black man, bro, don't don't be so tough. Don't be so rough and tough in your afro puffs all the time, man. Lean, Ooh, that's lean, a fucking bar. Lean on your lean on your friends and shit, bro. That's what they there for. That's why you picked them. You chose these people to be in your life at the end of the day. So Facts. when you got some shit going on, lean on them. If you are the friend before you even see your friend start to spiral out, check on your good man. Check on your check on your friend. And, and not only just black men when you when you see your black women spiraling or whatever also you know be there for her be her rock I know that that's what we always supposed to do but double it up make sure you you shoulder her problems for her facts, as well facts facts especially especially cause it's a it's a you know like on a serious note like it's a rough time for them and it's always been a rough time for them and we get favored but you know it's just like, it's just like how we yell at white people with their privilege and shit. Like, come to our aid. Like, nigga, you got this privilege. Come to our aid. Help us out. You got that clout. Same thing with us. We we don't have the same privilege as that, but we got more of a privilege than them. For so sure. we got to come. Because they, they take on a lot. They take on our bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying this to, like, Gain no cloud or whatever, no shit like that. But it's just, like, the right thing to do. Oh, you didn't know? If you talk, if you talk positive... You a pick me, hey! I'm a pick me. I'm a pick me. That's what that's what that's what they speak saying. Well, I, I got queens, so it don't matter. Can't pick me. It, it don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter <laughs> because apparently you. you know what I'm saying if you speak, shout out. I, I was told that shout because I spoke. You know what I'm saying against people hey, harming. Look, we, not, we ain't we ain't going back. We're not going down. No, that no, road no. Trust again. me, we are gonna stop there because I'm not gonna. I don't. I'm not gonna name drop nobody because you ain't doing no clout off me. Nope. But I was told that because I told women. That get the dog. That get the you know what I'm saying strap up. You know what I'm saying, get you some arm arm yourself to protect yourself against pew, these pew. fucking dumbasses. That I was a pick me. So pew pew pew. Who are you white people in our neighborhood? Call the cops. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy. This is a black community. Yeah, call the cops. This is a I black community. Two suspicious white they don't, they don't seem to be selling security, and they don't they, have, they they don't have, have no fundraisers in their hands. They, they do not belong. They don't here. have a permit. Call the cops. You gotta have a permit for those shorts. Somebody open the, open the window and scream, do you have a permit? <laughs> <laughs> to walk? Yep. <laughs> yep, show is. But nah, in all, in all seriousness, guys, uh, I appreciate y'all for having this little therapy session. To the listeners, shout out to y'all. Shout out to my black men. Shout out to my black women. As you know, like we've been saying, all lives, all black lives matter. You was about to I almost fucked that up. I know. Up, boy, your podcast <laughs> career was about to be canceled. <laughs> all Black Lives Matter. All Black Women's Lives Matter. All Black Trans Lives Matter. Yeah, about to cancel shit. They know where the fuck we at with it, as, nigga. As you know, Black I'm Lives just, is. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying Everybody. we we really got to be be there for each other more. Like we really got to have each other's back because shit is fucked up. It's always gonna be fucked up. 
And when sh- when we going through shit, we really got to hold each other down. I, I apologize to all my listeners that we ain't have a whole bunch of fun today. Not a whole bunch of laughs, but sometimes you got to get serious. You feel me? But next week, we back on bullshit. Don't even trip. You wait for the red table talk to drop. But I'm back on bullshit. <laughs> Don't even worry. I'm bringing, I'm bringing all the bullshit next week. That's that's kind of a segue though, because she's she's technically like she does the therapy type tip thing. <laughs> Don't so worry. it's gonna be a I'm, segue I'm to the therapy. Are we dropping next week? The red table talk. I, th- I think so. She I think she she does what every week, right? Or I don't I don't tune in like that. But it's only she, it's only on Facebook. All she gonna do is go like this. That's a fact. But I'm saying I think niggas don't tune in that much because it's only on Facebook. She so go like this. Yeah, big facts. <laughs> she do do that shit. Hey, rub dog. the table. You need <laughs> to read. She said I'm gonna bring myself to, to the red table because we need room. to heal. Mo, at, you to seen heal. that shit because you liked it. The nigga said, "Did you fuck with August or did you lie?" The, or some shit. And then somebody said, "Don't lie, we all seen." Uh, we all seen it. <laughs> we all seen. This has been episode eight of the Jim Poppy Podcast. It was yes, time sir. to get serious, and we fucking out of here, guys. Let's take a shot real quick. Black lives matter. Be black. Dipset. Black lives matter. Ld. We matter. Oh, fuck dog. y'all niggas. Protect these black Blue women. Protect these women. My dick. Protect these black women. Protect my grandmother, Slim. I'ma kick your ass. You hear me? Dilly my grandma, dilly out my, here. my grandmother ring joint go off. I'm I'm up the hill. This ah, hard chore, not too bad. Okay, Portland, I see y'all. Portland. See you, cool kids, next week. We out of here. I'll you.